0: and welcome to uh, this edition of The Higher Estate. I have an amazing guest again today, a real warrior, both for cannabis and for our country. He was a vet, well he wasn't was, he is a vet, and uh, continues to uh, talk about the benefits of cannabis for himself, and for uh, the uh, veteran population at large, and I'm really excited to have him here, and we're really excited to talk about all those... uh, all those wonderful things that cannabis is doing for people in the uh, veterans' world. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about our usual couple things in the, uh, in the news. What's happened in current events? So, I think the first thing we'll talk about is Shopify. Interesting. So the Canadian government has decided to use Shopify for their online sales of the government controlled uh, cannabis market. So now there's going to be two markets in Ontario, that is, sorry. Uh, In Ontario, we're going to be using both... uh, retail stores, retail outlets, and they're going to start off with somewhere around forty of those stores. Work their way up to about one hundred and fifty, uh, and then there'll be online sales. I'm hearing now as well, which is which is good, uh, but at the same time, again, it's it's Ontario's way of uh, controlling the cannabis market, which I think we all we all take some issue with because once again, it doesn't open up. Uh, it doesn't open up to um, a full blown market that already exists what happens to the people who are already around and that brings me to our second uh, our second current event and that's uh, the unfortunate rating of MMJ this past week they uh, they are reopened from what I would I hear today actually reopened with the ED because that would otherwise I'd be British I think opened no is that even a word is opened a word no it's opened right? I think. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, so uh, th- I'm going to stay on task again today and I'm not going to swear again. Great idea from Ari who's sitting out in the bleachers. We have to have a swearing jar. It's a great <laughs> idea. That's going to be our next... Uh, by next week, you're going to see a swear jar and it's probably just going to hit... All you <laughs> hear is the Cha-ching, of coins hitting this jar. Anyway, okay, so uh, they got got raided. They're reopened. Um, I'm not certain what's happening uh, in that. I know that tomorrow we have a a roundtable at uh, City Hall to discuss the uh, moving forward of um, vape lounges and what's going to happen in Hamilton. I will be attending that as well. I was invited uh, by Clint from MMJ. That'll be—I'm uh, excited to sit down and do that. Uh, and then finally, um, we are talking about veterans today. And this past Saturday, uh, they had the Veterans Appreciation uh, Appreciation Night over at. Um, uh, they, everybody went to the hockey game. Um, yeah, I think everybody went to a hockey game and they had a medicated dinner. And uh, we're gonna. We're going to check. Well, I guess not everybody that went to the hockey game had a medicated dinner. That would be an interesting hockey game, mind you, (laughs) if they were all high at the hockey game or medicated. Anyway, all right, that's all I've got for uh, cannabis news over the last little bit. I'd like to just move right into uh, our guest. So our guest, who I mentioned earlier, uh, he has his own show called the uh, Seamus O'Reilly Show, and uh, he's out of Newfoundland, and, uh, and I mean, he reaches uh, who knows how many people, and he's helped so many people, uh, especially around the veterans world, try to understand mental health and uh, help realize that it's a, a real a real disease. And uh, and how cannabis can help that. Uh, I want to welcome uh, Seamus O'Reilly to our show today, and I'm really excited to have you here. And I'm really excited just to you know shoot. I was going to say shoot the shit, but I'm not going to swear today, so I won't say that. And I'm just really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for, for thank you so for much, Doc, on.
1: and for the, the the introduction. It's you know kind of overwhelming. Um, you know, yeah, we have uh, I have a page that. Uh, it started off just uh, as no real direction. It was just going to be kind of uh, a day in the life of a soldier with PTSD. So um, it really took off from there. I think uh, a lot of the things that I say the people really resonate. And um, you know, who knew that um, how many people were out there still kind of hiding in their basements and this sort of thing? That you know, you can. There's a lot of beautiful websites out there that but it just it, you know it takes you to a link to this i wanted my show to be just a little bit more interactive we could just kind of sit back and just listen so that was the uh that's how it started out and the response has just been ridiculous i th-
0: i think it's kind of amazing how you know not many vets come out and talk about talk outwardly about ptsd or talk about you know how they were and uh, and where they are right now and uh, I mean I certainly commend you for that actually you know I, I listen to your show as well and I like it because I've got ADD and it's only a couple minutes long each time so, <laughs> so I love it and by the way we're not going to talk about hair today but uh, we always seem to come back to there he's got a hat and I want the damn hat that's a really nice hat <laughs> I think next time I'm going to wear a hat so I can't talk about my hair uh, but you mentioned this, this really you, you had this quote and I love it because I even feel like it resonates with me and I'm just going to read it it's Says, if you're judging me on the way you knew me, let me introduce myself. I think that is like, I, I like hands down one of the best lines I've heard, and I'm gonna steal it from you. But I'll give you credit for it every time I use it. Thank you. Um, uh, I love it. What does that mean to you? Um, I mean
1: veterans uh we we know we know each other in such a capacity that I mean like when you when you spend any amount of time in the military you're you're eating sleeping drinking with these guys you are going on tour on course um, so you know we were all different people then of course uh you know we you know young hard charging you know wanting to do this course or that course, and uh it's kind of who uh people. I guess back then, that's who I became. I was just Seamus, oh yeah, he's good to go to the bar and have a beer with, and he's a bit of fun, and you know, but I've really, my eyes have been really opened up to what I've lost, and what I've taken from others, Um, and I'll use the example of my, you know, my wife, and my ex-wife, and my children, I mean, they didn't ask for any of this, and uh, you know, their lives completely got flipped upside down. Uh, They lost their home because I lost the home, and so it's just, I've really taken uh, a, a turn for the better, I think. Um, so, like, basically, as the quote suggests. I mean, if if you if someone says, "Do you know Seamus?" It's like, "Oh, yeah, I knew him when we were in the army." Well, you might want to check on me again because I'm not that guy no more.
0: When, when did? How old were you when you joined the military? 18. You were 18. How long were you in the military for?
1: 18 years.
0: Holy shit! So you, well, wow. And you've been to theatre, like, you, did you go overseas? No.
1: Yeah, I went to wow. uh, Haiti in 1997 with the United Nations. Um, wow. And then I was in Bosnia in 2002, oh. and then back into Haiti again in 2004.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, so you experienced a lot. It, absolutely. And, and, and know, what was and, it like when you came back? That was the thing, um,
1: you know... PTSD is tricky, you know. I if you're
0: okay talking about this, we, can, we can, like, just play our weed-opoly, we'll play at the end. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, no, I, absolutely.
1: I mean, this is, this is all part of what I'm doing to try to get the word out. So, I mean, I talk about the thing that I know the best, and that's me. Um, for me, it was just, uh, I found, first it was my patients were getting very thin with everything, my, my kids, my wife, uh, even work. And then it just, that started, that kind of translated quickly into anger. And I just assumed that I was just an angry, pissed-off guy. And uh, you know, I'm Irish, descendant from Newfoundland. We're not known for being patient, calm people. So I kind of took it as, this is who I am now. You Newfies know, Newfies are the nicest people around. <laughs> we are.
0: <laughs> kombucha, by the way. Cheers yes. to kombucha. We'll come back to that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is our usual go-to. Okay, it's tasty. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I um after the uh, after my. I guess my my tours were over. I left Kingston. I was posted to uh, Gander, Newfoundland, yeah. uh, which was really exciting for me to get back home. And life was fine. It was still kind of little ups and downs. And I went back to Kingston on a career course and that's where I kinda lost my stuff. I just, I came unglued and uh, I said I can't go back in there into the classroom where we we're being taught. I, I was shaking like a leaf and uh, I was just, I just went out to the smoking area and just started chain smoking cigarettes. Uh, a lot of my friends came out, of course, to check on me to make sure what was wrong and I said I don't know, I don't know. I started to cry. Uh, I called my wife at the time and uh, told her and she said go to the hospital and uh, when I, when I got, I guess they, they fed me Ativan to keep me going.
0: Have you been, medic- like, prior to cannabis, and we'll talk about your cannabis, mm-hmm. you know, how you got into cannabis and stuff, but prior to cannabis, what were you medicated with? What was, what was the go-to okay. at the time?
1: Uh, prior to cannabis, to be honest, it was uh, outside of the pharmaceuticals that I was on. It was right. alcohol. It was. Yeah, because... Which is common.
0: I mean that's I mean it's it's an easy way to medicate and it helps in certain circumstances but it's just masking
1: right Yeah and it's you know it's it wasn't illegal because my anxiety and stuff would be so bad that to go out and try to find cannabis it wasn't worth the the amount of anguish I'd put through my, put myself through mm. so it was alcohol so and then once you know my doctor God love her when she Finally said, you know, like, uh, what else are you doing? Question you just proposed to me, and I said, well, I'm drinking more than I know I should be, and I said, if I can get my hands on some weed, I'm smoking weed too. Wow! And she surprised the, you know, surprised me with saying, well, let's get you a cannabis license.
0: And is that how you got into the cannabis world? Absolutely. When when was that? Like, what brought you into the cannabis world, and what keeps you in the cannabis world? What brought me in was
1: the. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I was I was a shut in. I wouldn't leave my house. Really? You know, I no, I would not leave my house. I would talk to a few select friends, you know, um, on Facebook or other texting or something. But um, I couldn't go to malls. I couldn't go visit people. Everything irritated me to the point where, you know, I, I would, I would get anxious about the feelings that I know were going to come if I did this. So right. if I just threw my hands in the air and said, "I'm not doing it. I'm not going anywhere," my my days were easier. Once I started cannabis as a as a medical regime and taking it and keeping the, 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 the medicine in my system, not just smoking a joint when I'm stressed, all of a sudden I want to tell people, uh, like,
0: you want to be active.
1: That, yeah, I want to get off you the want couch now, and I would yeah, like 100%. to, like, like, look at me. I mean, you seen me last week. Look at me today, and right. like, what's changed, Seamus? Cannabis. You know? Right. But you know, some people's opinions of it, of course, are still archaic.
0: Yeah, yeah cer- certainly. I mean, I know that I've dealt. You know, I've I've been in this in the industry now, working with cannabis probably for about eight years, seven, eight years, something like that. And and when I I know when I started, and I speak about it all the time. Nobody. Well, there was nobody in the medical field really outside of some researchers that wanted anything to do with it. Uh, I was shunned by everybody from you know my colleagues to the college to to clinics to to the media to fuck you oh shoot there you go start throwing the bucket down ching ching (laughs) yeah so like from everybody you know so i and so i know i know what it's like to feel like you're sitting on the outside i tend to feel like i'm sitting on the outside all the time but now at least you find community and what i find that you're doing for for your for in your world is you're creating community you're taking people that Otherwise, would have nobody, or otherwise, you know, are sitting in, sitting recluse and not talking. And you're talking about those issues and you're bringing them up. Just watching your show and just listening to what people are saying about what you're doing, I, I think it's tremendous. You don't find many people that are doing that, especially in, you know, especially from, from the world that you come from. And so, for that, I think it's it's outstanding. Um, so, what are you doing in in the canna world? So you got you got hooked up with Canna Connect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, and they're doing great things for the uh, for the canna re. That is not even looking while I'm freaking plugging I, him. I got a free plug too. Yeah, damn guys, not. Oh, right. There you go. Say thanks. There you go. Um, You know, so oh don't yeah we'll plug it all. Um, We're all friends. Our goal is just to create community. That's what we do here on on this show. My goal isn't to plug any specific. You know, hey we're we're trying to sell stuff. We're not. We're just trying to spread spread love and peace and light and uh, and build community. And by having guys like you on here and people that you know have your experiences, I think that's what we're doing. But I think that's what you're doing in particular for a group that doesn't have an outlet. I mean there's. Starting to people like Connect are coming around. uh, People like Veterans Channels coming around. There are people coming out that are doing it, but you know you need the people, the leaders, and I see you as a leader. So what what are you doing? What when Connect hit you? What happened? Like what? What started it all? You found cannabis. Did you just stop everything? I'm assuming things don't just stop. You know, you don't just stop your medicine day one, or maybe you do. I
1: don't know. No, I was uh, like my my medical doctor is a veteran, and and she was very uh, very vigilant in in weaning me off the things that I was on in order for a a smooth transition. I mean, as to use her words, she didn't want to set me up to fail. Right. So um, I mean, through. What she did to get me onto the cannabis, and then of course I wasn't using it like a medicine because it's it was quote unquote weed. You know what I mean? It's it goes with a six pack of beer, and right. you know. But you know, I did some research, and I have some very intelligent friends. Uh, and you know, my prescription is is uh, you know uh, so many grams per day. And once I made sure that I took that prescription, um, and I keep the the medication in my system at a constant level. My, my life is no more peaks and valleys. It's 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 really leveled off, and it's, I mean, I feel the need to want to share that with other people because, I mean, I've watched people who have, uh, you know, chronic, chronic pain, and just, I, I can't get stoned. I don't want to get stoned. Well, you don't have to. Hear we that have, the time. yeah, we have <laughs> Avidec oil here, which is 0.0% THC, and then, you know, they're literally skipping away 30 minutes later, you know, how come we never had this before? Right. How come this? How come right. that? And, you know, some people get, are delighted with the effect of what well, most are, but some actually get angry that it's been held back from them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I agree. You know, I remember even the military back in 2011, I used to get letters from them when I had patients who would sign up, and they'd say, don't sign our patients up. Um, and uh, But then it changed. But then... Listen, I'm not going I'm, I'm to get political, but I am going to get political for two seconds because sure. I want to know your opinion on it because, yeah, the, the military has come around to it for sure, but, but I also, you know, you mentioned something, you know, about Trudeau the other day. Trudeau says, you know, he says, you guys are asking more than we can give. <laughs> what the hell does that fucking mean? Sorry. Ah.
1: Cha-ching. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, that- what does that mean? Like,
1: who says that to a veteran? I don't know, and I, I think the response uh, from the veteran community uh, will be noted come election time. You know, that's yeah. that's all I got to say. I'm How? not a, I'm not a political activist at all.
0: Right, um, me neither.
1: But I honestly Maybe. think that that statement was probably <laughs> one of the worst timed. Things he could have ever said to one of our heroes standing on an artificial leg doesn't it just, make sense. No, I think doesn't I, make sense. None I, collectively, I think our nation's jaw dropped.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, so. I, it doesn't make it doesn't to me. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know if he was talking backhandedly if he didn't give it much thought. But I feel like a lot of the stuff that you know they do doing for veterans, they're you know they're not really giving enough thought to specifically around ptsd and 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 coming back after you retire after you're out of theater what are the ramifications afterwards here take a here here's a, you have um, you have a caseworker go figure it out yourself that i don't necessarily think that that's that's the right answer but I, I see what you're doing and i think building that community is one of those answers because peer-to-peer seems to be more effective you know suicide is real you know, as, amongst veterans and, and peer to peer, um, collaboration seems to be one of the interventions that seems to be most helpful for other veterans. Cause you can understand each other. Uh, not that, not to say that we don't understand each other, of course, cause you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of, you know, we've kind of bonded. I, even in our two seconds, we just had Yeah. <coughs> Shaw and, uh, you know, <laughs> we in the hat. I want a hat. Um, but at the end of the day, I think peer-to-peer. I mean, it works like that with pretty much any any you know any career that you have. Peer-to-peer seems to to work really well, and you've been doing a really good job of that. Um, so really, you know, what you've been doing, you've come out and you've you've got the Seamus show, the mm-hmm. Seamus O'Reilly show. And it's great. You're sitting in your in your shed most of the time. I My recording it. studio. Wait, is that what you do?
1: Tell me what I, what do you do? You just pull out your phone. I I, I simply just. I'm, I'm not very digital, I'm more analog, so I just kind of take out my phone, turn it sideways, and I just start talking like there's somebody in the room with me. Really? And, uh, you know, I've had people say that it's not not the fact that uh, what I'm doing, it's, it's how my delivery is, yeah. and that's what... I think is is really uh is, is keeping my fan base kind of where it is and and letting it grow is because you know not every show is going to affect everybody yeah. but I you know if I talk about one thing and then that one person you know kind of like oh my god I can't believe he just said that or that's exactly how I feel then my job's done for the day. What, you know? would,
0: what would you like to see happen in the cannabis <clears throat> space? You're in Newfoundland. I mean, I I, I think we just I bas- I asked you before what's happening in Newfoundland in the in the medical cannabis space. Um, what will first, you know, what is happening over in Newfoundland, mm-hmm. and what would you like to see happen? You know, what would you like to see for one in general, and what would you like to see for vets in particular? Well, for if i had, if i could do anything in
1: this industry that would be long lasting it would be you know you're not allowed to talk about this unless you're talking facts if you don't your opinion of cannabis is not my concern you know, you I need to know the facts and enough with the bro science. Enough with that. St- exactly. You I know, call it bro and science. That's right, and yeah. it's, it's a good term. Yeah. You know, like in Newfoundland, and you I'm can p- use that term as long as <laughs> I can use that. First <laughs> Absolutely, quote. we'll trade them <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, but in Newfoundland or right across the country, I wish that they weren't associating the cannabis with the alcohol. Yeah. Um, that is the biggest thing with me because it it actually makes my job a little bit harder. I think when I'm trying to explain the benefits of this as a medicine, and when the LCBO is going to be selling it and controlling yeah. it. You know, it's just, it seems counterproductive to what the medical cannabis industry has done over the last 10 years. I think it's just, it it takes away from us. And, you know, now my medicine, uh, you can go pick it up with a case of beer on Friday and sit in the shed. It's right. just, it, it, it really kind of disqualifies what everyone has been doing for so many years to get us to this point. And uh,
0: the work that we've been doing, trying to get us to trying to legitimize cannabis as a medicine, which it is. I mean, we have the studies, we don't, you know, we could go into all of the studies and the lack of side effects thereof, you know, compared to all the other laundry list of pharmaceuticals that we put people on.
1: Well, I mean, I hear from most of the veterans that sit down and talk to me about how cannabis has really made the difference. This was the one thing that changed. And, you know, we're talking about, like, I came off of seven pills or eight pills, but then when we talk about the pills, it was funny. Like, I, it didn't take me long to realize that okay, out of those seven pills, uh, one is treating your condition. The rest are side effects. Right. Right. Like that that's one's to so help you sleep, and then that one so your legs won't start kicking in the middle of the night, and this one's for that one, and this one's for that metallic taste in your mouth that and you get from the other pills. Because pill that of that one that I you just you gave on. you, it's yeah, and true. this is the one that's going to cause weight, but this one will help your appetite. And the next thing you know, like I forget what my pills, which pill does what. You right. Know? So if you don't take them as a cocktail. Right. You know.
0: So when you, the way you learned about cannabis was from your physician, from your just was from your. Uh, no, my physician. Um, we actually kind of educate
1: each other on it. Okay. She asks me questions. This sometimes. is in Newfoundland. In Newfoundland, yeah. But um, a lot of it was, uh, as you mentioned, peer support. Um, right. You know, the veteran community has really taken a liking to medicinal cannabis because of everything else that they've had us on.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: I think for a couple of reasons. It's it gives guys back the quality of life that they they crave uh, soldiers as a rule are not introverts you know we're outside all the time we live outside right you know Fair. and when you take that away from someone who's done 20 to 25 years service and he can't go out in for a walk in the woods anymore and he can't do this and he can't do that because he's just the pills have him feeling a lot lethargic or whatever the case may be cannabis it just does that does not exist with cannabis so that I think is really what is bringing a lot of guys who would have been, uh, like in the military, they'd march you to jail for having a bag of weed. Right. But now these guys are trying to, like, you know something, this stuff really does work, and I want,
0: I need other people to know it, and, you know, and so. So your doctor, so you (laughs) were on all these pills. Yeah. And your dog comes around, and she's like, I want to try on cannabis for medicinal purposes. Yes. And you were full-blown right away, let's try it.
1: Absolutely not one hesitation Not at one all. hesitation. Nothing.
0: Being Nothing. a vet no matter what. Uh,
1: the only thing, the only reservation I had about it, to be honest, it was it took me a while to get over the kind of anxiety of uh, the court of public opinion. Uh, what are oh, other I people going to say to me? What are other people going to think? What are yeah. other people, you know? And that was the... Probably the biggest part for me, and then I understand I'm allowed to Can smoke we stop this. For a photo up. Sure. Boop. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, <laughs> you know, so we have a. Um, I lost my train of thought there.
0: What were we talking about? Yes, um, we were talking about. Uh, shit, I don't know what we we're talking about either. Public court of public, oh, public right? Because I want to talk about court of public opinion as well. Yeah. So you're talking about your one reservation. I'm really good at. Not having a train of thought. <laughs> so, that's like that's part of my part of my M O. Is where are we? I don't even know. Let's that's just right, go yeah. wherever. Um, one of Jesus. Uh, oh, court of public opinion. It's like squirrel. What? Yeah. Um, I don't know. God damn it! Court of public opinion. Some. Oh, your reservation. Yes. Your reservation was based on what what people would think or what the vac or. Well, I don't know what it is. Uh, Well, basically
1: friends, family members, other veterans. I mean, um, you know, soldiers don't, uh, you know, they pride themselves on the fact that, you know, you can take the pain and suck it up and and this sort of thing. And believe me, I tried, you know, Uh, and it almost was the ruination of me. I almost brought an end to it all because of that. And that's when I realized that I'm not strong enough.
0: You said an amazing thing, and I quoted this, too, because I... Some of the stuff you say is just blows my goddamn mind. <laughs> you said this, my demons are strong, but the love for my son is stronger. That makes me want to f- lose my shit. Well, that and you was... Because yeah. you were in a dark place at that time. Yes. What brought... What, what, uh, your son, uh, your family, of course, yeah. brings you out of something like that. How do you, how do you bring yourself out of that?
1: and that was that's a good question. And this is you know? important
0: for vets, man, cuz yeah. like there's a lot of people in this situation. I see it all the time. The Am i starting to sound like I'm from Newfoundland <laughs> now, I said
1: Corn. Picking up my I accent. Pe- yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, no, aunt. I mean my son, um my two boys, I mean, but I mean I when I was contemplating suicide, um you know, I was going to do it by hanging. Um I tested my weight on the bar I was going to tie off to. And my young, or my oldest son at the time, he was 13 or 14. Um, he used to ride a scooter, so one leg is always pushing. So as I was tying the knots, I, uh, I just thought like that the reality of what I was about to do set in, and I said, uh, you know, like tomorrow I'll be in a box. There's no doubt, but he's still going to have a hole in his shoe. Right. So I said, I'm, I'm not done yet. No. And it was a sneaker.
0: Well, I. It that to- totally resonates with me. Like I, I, just you know, the idea of family and and you know we have stuff, you know, as 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 big as the the mountain seems to get through. You you know, the work isn't done, and people are relying on it, and relying on you, and and people need that message. You know what I see in the what I see that light that you're spreading. By by talking about this, it's going to help people, and it is helping people. You see it already. You just went to you were at a um, cannabis dinner. Yes, on Saturday. You were at a cannabis dinner with other vets, and they say you were telling me a story. Tell me the story. There was somebody from Ottawa. Something yeah, happened. Like there was a lady. Well, we had you had no ha- idea who
1: she even was. No, I'd Tell never me. I'd never met her before. Uh, she's a fan of of the page of my show. And um, so we held a contest uh, for this dinner on Saturday the, through uh, Hempster and the Food Dudes in Toronto. So we had uh, me and, and, and um, a couple of other guys and then we opened up a contest to have people come down to join us. So this lady won one of the seats and I was a bit late getting to the meet and greet because uh, of the weather. So when I kind of came in the- Or because Ari
0: can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> late everywhere. I'm just saying.
1: So yeah, so I come in through the door in my suitcase and stuff and when she seen me, she, um, she just started to cry. Like she, I can't believe you're here, and and she told me that I saved her
0: life. Right, you did. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you saved a lot of people's lives by extremely doing. Extremely
1: humbling, did. you know. Yeah, it, it, it's extremely humbling. And then I gotta have to. Uh, it just reminds me that what I'm doing, I am reaching people. Um, you know, and I mean to see her at the dinner and smiling and she didn't know any of the other vets there and she was just so detached from the veteran community and when she was leaving she gave me a hug and she said I found a family again you know with with all the people that we introduced her to this weekend and and kinda you don't have to hide and like a a dear friend of mine Bruce would you know he said it's it's time we're not gonna whisper anymore right you know and it's uh, and that's the thing is with that core of public opinion what people think you're just a pothead you're just this you're just that Fuck you don't work you know it's I, I PTSD for me is uh, it's more or less I guess if I was to nutshell it it's a uh, it's a lack of uh, control over my emotions mm-hmm. I can cry at a TV commercial you know um, I think differently and you know sometimes when people come out and attack it's you know they just don't understand what they're doing because I it's the word that's that stays with me you know or the insult or whatever but
0: it's oh, it's a lack of understanding of. I mean, I'd say people's ignorance, I, I don't use the word ignorant to say that they're not smart people. It's a lack of manners. It's Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a lack of manners and understanding another person's situation. Maybe a little empathy, but uh, a lack of empathy, I'm not sure if, if it's even that. I just don't think they understand where, where, where you're coming from.
1: Well, I mean, you, the thing is, I mean, you know, to look at me, I look fine. I look handsome, healthy, handsome fella. Right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I look, I look, yeah, healthy. Good-looking I look like good-looking dude. You got a nice wrong, little goatee. Right?
0: I get sort of jealous of stuff like that. I get, you know, if you got a nice little. <laughs> How long have you been growing that, by the way? Uh, it's about a, a year time. now, I think. Really, a yeah. year looks good. I gotta <laughs> get. Maybe I'll grow that a little bit longer. There you too. go. Yeah, stick some earrings in.
1: That's right. See, so, yeah, that's the. Um, you know the. I don't know. I mean the just people dealing with. Um, the fact that I look fine, uh, which is one of the, uh, it's, it's almost could be considered another symptom of PTSD because you got, to, you got to deal with the fact that there's nothing wrong with you, go back to work. Right. You know, and it's like, but there is something wrong right. with me, and then you gotta, how deep do you wanna go in, in detail to just to get someone to kinda, now do you see, you know? So I used to want to do that, now it's not my job. <coughs> you take the time to learn it you know i ptsd is too big of an umbrella yeah and there's so many conditions that fall under it that you know if if it if it affects you or a family member you will pay attention to it but if it doesn't it's easy to look at me and say i'm lazy right or i'm you know
0: lack of understanding that's
1: exactly what it is but i mean it's you know and you
0: you talk about you know you kind of mentioned earlier on the trolls are starting to come out yes you know actually another man i love your Quotes. This would be one of the last quotes, but I love this quote. Until you've done what I've done and are standing where I'm standing, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you said that. I'm just quoting you. I'm, I don't have to drop in the jar. That's a quote. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, that I, is a quote. I love that. Remarkably, sounds and, like me. And you're and you're talking about internet trolls, but I think I mean just on a on a on a greater scale. As soon as and and I say this, you should wear it as a badge of honor, because. As soon as, as soon as there's somebody who has something negative to say about it, about what you're doing, you know that people are listening. Absolutely. And uh, and, and there's always going to be a hater out there. What, either they're jealous, they don't understand, some of them are sitting on the couch, they're not really doing anything, they're not getting out there and, and, and speaking their mind and speaking their truth. And all you can do is speak your truth and hope that people understand it. Uh, so you're going to see that. I mean, I, I get it every day. Yeah. Yeah you're gonna have people out there that are that are gonna hate on you and you're gonna have people out there that are gonna love on you and uh, hopefully you know what you realize is that the message you're sending to the world is is and to your community and to building a community is is spreading that light and that you know the PTSD is real but there's an outlet yes and if you had to send one message to people that for example that are listening to this that don't know where to start and they're a veteran you know, yeah, of course you can call Canna connect but uh, outside of calling CanaConnect, how can you connect with a great name? How can you connect with the community? How how where would they go? Well, if you had one thing to say to them right now, you know, as we close up, what are we going to say?
1: Um, you know, like. <coughs> the first thing i would say is i mean i've had people come to me uh, on behalf of their spouse and and this sort of thing because i don't i can't say and i'm not i don't diagnose anybody of course i'm not a doctor i yeah. just kind of but when like if if you notice that your life is changing and things that you enjoyed you're no longer enjoying and i did not think i had ptsd i was just angry so i'm not saying that, you know that that you may but I mean, mental illness or, you know, mental conditions are debilitating. And, you know, I've said it before that, like, if you break your finger, your, your brain will tell you to favor your finger because it's sore, it's broken. Right. But if your brain is the thing that's broken... Where do you go? What do you do? Your brain tells you to do all kinds of crazy shit then, right? Right. So it's uh you know but it's kind of for the people that you know if you're not sure if you need help it costs nothing to go talk to somebody and that's the first thing i would advise is to sit down with someone who knows what they're talking about most importantly and who someone who's got your back someone who you feel comfortable with your family doctor it could be an old army buddy whatever and kind of like what do you think i should do um you know and and then be Be leery of the fact that the first thing they're going to come at you with is pharmaceuticals. Right. Right? Because cannabis for me was the last choice, and I love the fact that it's now becoming the first choice for people. Right. Because I had to do all of the other hoops, or jump through the other hoops. You know, I
0: say it it should be your, you know, it's usually your last-ditch effort, but it should be your first option. Yes. And not your
1: last-ditch hope. That's right. I mean, right. you know, we got guys out there now that are taking, you know, heartburn pills because of ulcers because of some of these medications That's and right. stuff. You know, and so
0: heartburn pills, by the way, have their own side effects.
1: Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a dog chasing its tail so when yeah. you get on these things, and it takes a lot of strength, uh, it, intestinal fortitude, and support to get off of it. You know, and to go forward with it. Oh. And and keeping positive is is the biggest thing I think cannabis has done for me, and things are easier when they're when they're positive.
0: Yeah. 100%. And you got to spread light. And I think that's what you're doing. Uh, I know usually we play this game here at the end, but I, I feel like we all need to medicate first <laughs> to play this game. <laughs> so we're going to skip it. I know you guys got to get to the hockey game as well. That starts in a couple hours. Seamus, I really want to thank you for coming on here today and spreading your light and your truth to talk about ptsd and mental health and yourself and your experience in the military and how you got into cannabis i think all those things spread light and you're going to save lives and continue to spread save lives by spreading your knowledge you don't need to be a doctor to help people you just need to spread your truth and i think that's what you're doing and honestly that first quote i'm gonna i want to freaking end with it i love it if you're judging me on the way you knew me let me introduce myself i love it thanks for coming on absolutely and And that's all I got to say. And I want to have you on again. So every time you're here, let's just, you know, come on out and we'll shoot the shit. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on.